0: Welcome to M3, Millennial Money Management. I'm Michael, your bougie black brother. And I'm here with my co-host and partner in crime, Chaz Jenkins. What's going on, brother? What's up? Well, we have a special M3 today. We have a special guest and we wanted to get into uh, some specific topics with employment and transition and a couple of things that we normally don't kind of talk to. We'll get back to the financial stuff in a little bit, but this time we wanted to get into really uh, what would it sound like? What else would it be? So I'm going to hand it over to Chance Jazz, lead us into this, bro, and introduce our special guest.
1: And there's been a shit ton of shit happening <laughs> since the last time. I ain't gonna be able to go into everything, but... Nah, uh,
0: not really. Not really.
1: <laughs> but well, I'm, I'm really excited. So, this is a situation where I started a job at the same time. Somebody else started a job around the same time. And we're leaving the job around the same time.
0: <laughs> coincidence and yeah, shit, right? right?
1: Right. So, I'm very excited to... We got Will in the studio. What's up? Yeah, we got a special
0: up? guest for M3. Because we wanted to have some transitional conversation. Yeah, oh. Not not like our regular financial, try to get you up on mm-hmm. what's cool with financial. We want some transitional things because we had a couple of series that we talk about career. We talk about career versus job. In
1: particular, with my last, the last time it was just us two, I was coming off the layoff and I got a new gig. Yup. It was a new gig it was at this place. And, you know... A, a couple of interesting things happened.
0: Hmm. So uh so we we'll get a little yeah. into it, but uh our special guest is Will here. What's going on, brother?
2: What's up, gentlemen? How y'all doing, everyone? Doing well. Uh, it's my homeboy from New York. Mhm. From Queens. NYC/Queens. Queens. Queens. Yeah, slash We Can't had to
0: school good. the uh the this Georgia kid. <laughs> you know, oh. we got to identify our boroughs, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? So
2: He's like, oh, that's what y'all do. That's, that's what, y'all, what y'all, do.
0: y'all do. Yeah, that's what the fuck we do. New York people. <laughs> Which one? That's what we do. Queens? Nah,
2: he, he hated at the job. I was talking about New York. He, he would hate it. Yeah. <laughs> he would hate it. That and being a Virgo. You know oh, hashtag. Oh, my God. God. Hashtag you Virgo. I was like, those two
1: things. If I got to hear that shit, one more
0: time. <laughs> <laughs> you got to live with that shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man.
1: No, actually, I love New York. You know, I,
0: hey, hey. If I yeah, could afford
1: it, I'd be out there tomorrow.
0: Nah, I wouldn't. Even if I could afford it. It's too much stress.
2: It's a lot. It's a lot of noise pollution. Definitely. That's
1: yep. So let's. I just want to go ahead and jump into it. So, well, we you know we linked up at the job. You know, just happenstance. The team we were on had the two, the, the two roles open. You got one. I got one. Um, I just want to. Can you just tell us how did you end up at the at this particular role? What was your what led up to that point? You know, what's your general background? And I definitely want you to dip into the athletic thing, too.
2: Oh, uh, sh- well, uh, you know, I, I uh, have a professional background in, in two things. Uh, one is sports. Uh, you know, I play a little football all here right. and there. Um, but the main thing and the thing that get, brings us all here today right. is um, I'm, a, I'm a consultant um, for IT software management um, or software development uh i do project management business analysis Mm. uh have an eight-year background of doing that um just traveling uh, work with you know different consulting companies um my goal is to uh work with small and you know medium-sized black-owned businesses and uh kind of level up um how we do things, you know, process improvement, uh, just organizational skills. And then, of course, you know, um, having that, that financial acumen to be able to to go out and, and move accordingly in a world dic- dictated by, uh, you know, finance and, okay. and, and money and, and um, those who control it.
0: So, quick question. So, how did you tie in the financials as well as the IT? Or did they go hand in hand as you start
2: moving through your created that um well i i really don't have a a, a background in terms of financials is concerned, but um money or or you know the system of money that we we operate under um and how that applies to businesses um mm-hmm. you know just whether we're on the macro level of talking about um you know project management mm-hmm. or we're resource management things like that or you know we're just talking about every day like you know i'm gonna make a budget i have a um these are the tax write office for a business you sure. know invest here these you do the research due diligence all those type of things liabilities okay. so like just just um everything that that surrounds corporations or you know legal entities um project management software development that it on that it side mm-hmm. as well as just you know uh I guess you would say the more of the soft skills or the stakeholder management and, and how those things really work together. Okay. Um, to, to form, I guess, you know, the business. Right. Yeah. And, and
1: just the for the for the financials, as when you're dealing with large, complex IT projects, mm-hmm. staying in budget is very important. Absolutely. So, you know, that's that's a huge component that I mean in terms of the value add, that's also what I'm hearing as well in terms of tying it to the financials.
0: Gotcha. So, leading to that, because you'll wind up at the same place, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> and um, so what was attractive in
1: yeah? How did your you how did you get there? Yeah, because uh, you got more experience than me,
2: playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so um, <laughs> I uh, I was doing a, a consultant role up in upstate New York, Albany. I was working with a group of lawyers, um, in for New York State. Uh, kind of working on how to improve their processes, uh documentation, things like that. So, uh, my contract was coming up there and this was around November 8th, 2017, s- 16. 16. So, two years. pretty two, much two years, right. Yeah, when right before Donald <laughs> got elected. Anyway, right, right. um so I was really considering my family, considering, you know, uh Getting kind of back closer to home. They live in, down here in Georgia. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I realized that culturally there was, there was going to be a time of, you know, uneasiness, uncertainty. Mm-hmm. So I, I was looking for a role down here in Atlanta. I came uh, down in Atlanta like a year uh, before I ended up at um, the, the company. company. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> before I ended up at the company. And I was with another company um, located in Buckhead. Mm. Um, and it was fi- financial services company, uh, gotcha. okay, Buckhead. And, you know, I, I did a, a contract there. Um, but I was looking for a, a more permanent, um, or long-term, uh, assignment. So, you know, that was a contract that became available. And, you know, the, what they, what they told me was that it was a, a contract to hire type position. I come on, and then you know I would be moving more permanently on there, and I was looking for that. So, okay. so that's the same thing I was told.
1: Um, that's why I asked that, right? Uh, and as a refresher, uh, you know, I've, I I needed a job. I wasn't considering fam. I guess I was considering you know everybody close because mm-hmm. you know I you my, my income in helps the with the house, mm-hmm. obviously. Exactly. So, um, me being out of work too long is just not good. So, with the recruiter was like, hey, you know, got this opportunity, da-da-da. And in retrospect, I can definitely say that... Okay, let, let's talk about the interview. So, I get that you had to, you know, it was permanent to... It was contracted perm, but were you oversold in the interview, retrospect?
2: I wasn't oversold in the interview. Okay. I was... Uh, I had I pretty much understood what type of what situation. situation. Okay. I think I think that, you know, even as our time there i kept looking at you and being like don't be surprised like mm-hmm. this so how was your how was your interview because
1: mine was um okay here's oh, it's dynamic travel opportunity lots of projects and lots of acquisitions it's gonna be great no i think they, <laughs> I, 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 I think they you had knew, a different salesman i right. think they knew they couldn't
2: couldn't fudge me with with mm-hmm. that type of
1: And again I'm more like I'm I'm low key trying not to be thirsty but i, mm-hmm. I needed it at right. the time. So you was
2: a neophyte in the in the area. Oh my pretty God. Pretty much. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. So for right. you, you was like, eh you can take it or leave it. Is that what you're saying? I mean no, I, I wanted it. I, okay. that's because like it just it it was it met my my needs or my ambitions my goals at okay. that time. I mean again like I felt like this was job security in terms of They were giving me... You know what? Right. You know I'm saying? I I mean, I had a a senior business analyst. I didn't really have to answer anyone except for Mm -hmm. an amazing manager, you know, in terms of, like, giving me autonomy to to do whatever I needed to do in terms of that. And that shit feels good. Oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah. So, like, I was was feeling like, you know, at the time, like, this was really the place I needed to be okay in terms of, you know, this wasn't where I was doing private consulting but mm-hmm. you as you, you know we'll probably speak to it in terms yeah, of the work yeah. environment i could have so, easily have been, had other businesses or whatever pop so in while i
1: want to i want to talk about because we were on we were on like separate tracks in terms of um uh, i'll just say uh, attitude meter
0: <laughs> so my <laughs> attitude meter
1: was negative immediately so for me it was like uh i started to notice things and see things again i'm coming off the interview and uh Da, da, da. And okay, for, here's a perfect question. Mm-hmm. Well,
2: how many team meetings have we had? Our team personally? Like <laughs> our four people? Or, <laughs> <laughs> or the company? Yeah. Like yeah. our four people? Mm-hmm. None. How many department-wide meetings uh, have we had? Uh, Maybe like four, like department-wide, like whole IT? Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe like four. <laughs> so... No, 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 let me let me tell you about okay. meetings, though, since we on the topic. Okay, go ahead. We've had, I don't know, man, like, since I worked there for the seventh, what is it, six months I worked there. Hmm. Oh, you was in, right. Um, I would say that we literally had two hour-long meetings. <laughs> every day. Two. Every, <laughs> e- two hour-long. Two, like, plural two. Right. Singular hour-long <laughs> meetings. Dang <laughs> it. Every day, for no reason. Mm-hmm. meeting for the meetings. I don't know. To set up meeting no. or just let's just meet. I don't, I, it's really it, I, and I'm okay. So like I've I've been to a couple of couple of places. Uh, you know, just so that there's no problems. I don't want to name any place, nah, but not. you know, mm-hmm. um, this was one of the most dysfunctional organ. Like you would not believe that a bill a company that. Is a billion dollar company in mm-hmm. revenue, uh, would have some of the. I, I don't know how they survive audits, I don't know how they, uh, Bro. I don't know how they, <laughs> I don't know how they really do it. But the fact that you know, I think this is a larger, speaks general to in, in general to a larger problem with corporations. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, this, this was, this is bad. This was like, this was surreal bad. And I don't believe that, um, anybody who, Consider themselves a professional, professional. Period. Mm-hmm. In any in any way, sensor form, uh, much less IT or uh, analyst or consultant um, professional, could actually believe the amounts of absurdity that that would would take place.
1: So, um, let me go back to the the attitude meter. So, my meter. Will was like, I, I give Will a lot of credit because he was like, yeah, you know, all it takes is, he was very like, hoorah, it's all about, you know, trying to raise morale, this or that. And I was like, man, fuck, this shit <laughs> is stupid. I'm fucked. I'm out of here. I was about a month, two months in. I was like, man, I can see the writing on the wall. I called my recruiters. And I was like, hey, I don't think I'm going to be here. Um, here, Here's why my little panic button went off. Uh, This motherfucker was talking about, hey, remember that one time we didn't meet company goals and they cut our retirement? I'm like, what? Oh, they cut so they, they cut the match. So let's say you're planning for a match. Say the match is three percent. They cut that bitch to. I think they eliminated the match for one year or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I
2: think it was like what it went f- down to one point five. So was, it was dude, again, again, like this is when I say the I amount like, of absurdity. And then the CEO, like this is one of those four <laughs> out of the five meetings I that I was like, telling, that we right. had as a. Then the CEO came and said it was. Out, the, it was like, hey, guys. It's you your fault. You didn't meet the goals. You didn't meet the numbers that we arbitrarily set because, okay, th- again, this goes with to the, this is a billion-dollar company in revenue. Right. But they're owned by a larger company mm-hmm. that is a global Yeah, power. and
1: that's, mm-hmm. so they're publicly traded under something. Um, we Yeah, so yeah. we were under a subsidiary. Right. And uh, the publicly traded one is the one that, you know, reports. That's the one that's, that's traded, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, at the end of the day, I'm just like, man, I was I was like, I'm so I'm out. was,
0: was I'm puzzled by is mm-hmm. that portion of the business should never be touched because that's part of the fringe benefits as opposed to there the, are
1: no fringe benefits that I can the, see.
2: There were people working there for 35 years who remained managers thirty five years in yeah. a corporation at and, and managers and they had to struggle to get a manager. So here's there's this this was this was a good well, old boy system. There's two gotcha.
1: things happening. Um wow. I think what we were seeing and it's almost it's, it's almost like we we're I appreciate it because it was like a living case study. Um on one hand, this this is the result of when you have a company that grows mm-hmm. and you have the same people let's say you're running uh, a one hundred million dollar company. And that's still and that's nothing to laugh at. But let's say you only have, you know, so many employees, you know, you multiply that, you know, 200 million, 300, you go all the way up to 500 million. The way you run half a billion dollars versus a hundred million dollars, not the same. Mm-hmm. But what if you keep it? You have the same thought process, same ideas, same politics, then it continues to grow. So what you kind of have is this kind of, uh, you know, put together situation. And it's like, you know, it's it's not. Uh, it's not from best practices. It's from I right, well back in the day, so and so always did it. So so
0: that's what we're gonna do. Basically, you know. So how long, you know, this portion of the business been operating?
1: Uh, shit, for like for a while.
0: So it's not like a startup
2: for five years. No, they've this been around a for four, a while. This is a well. The company grew through acquisitions quite rapidly. And yeah. it's growing through quite. Rapidly through acquisition. Mm-hmm. So, um, this company has been around probably, the origins of this company have been around for a hundred years, probably. Yeah. And Ooh. they survived through different forms. So, okay. yeah. they, again,
1: they- I will say this, and this is maybe a lesson for me. You, When you look at a company that's going from private to public,
2: mm-hmm.
1: sometimes that time is like, okay, you just became public, you, you know is like have you have you learned how to be a public company because that's mm. a skill in itself.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. Versus
1: when you come from private, you can do anything when you're private.
0: So different priorities. Yeah, you're
1: not you're not you're not, you know, subject to the same audits, the same scrutiny, boards, Whereas, you know, all of that. Yeah. So if you're a couple of years removed from, you know, that public thing, the only I mean, outside of like tech companies like Uber, they're mm-hmm. trying to do IPO. they're eyeing an IP, IPO obviously. Um, certain companies are—they groom themselves to be ready for that. Mm-hmm. But if you just kind of say, you know what, you know, if you get purchased and then they decide to make it public, that means they're probably not—they probably weren't prepared to be a public, you know, publicly traded company. Which means they're going to have growing pains in terms of their internal processes.
0: So let's let's paint that picture because y'all y'all giving a lot of examples, which is. Crazy as fuck to me, but... Um, hey, bro, I, I think but, it's
1: way more common than I get No, it is common,
0: but here's where I'm, my question to kind of both of y'all is. Mm-hmm. Could you have seen this on the outside before okay. you actually I said, to jump. I want to jump me. into this, yeah. Okay. So,
1: uh, well, I went on GlassDoors.com. Now, GlassDoors is kind of like... I was, you know, the person who has a bad experience is gonna leave uh you know, well, leave a review. Yeah. And then it's like there's a lot of people who are it's kinda like a bank. So sure there's corporate jobs, but the people who are, you know, the bankers and the people on the branches, mm-hmm. the salespeople, they're gonna be like, oh the goals are too much, da da da. Is that really gonna tell me a lot about, you know, the corporate side? No. Really. So for me, uh, I don't know. But again, I wasn't really in a position to to really scrutinize it that heavily. Gotcha. I don't know. Will, well, how did you, in terms of predicting this? Well, on the front I end? feel
2: like as a as a company, you have to um, you have internal, you have external customers, mm-hmm. and I feel like when both of your internal and external customers are telling you you fucking up, you fucking up.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And so, and that's where it's kind of hard because you know mm-hmm. me. I was looking at the waters, um, but the ones that's coming at me is the third-party logistics people who take contracts with bigger companies. That's never going to last, and especially if you have ignorant people in charge, to your point, because that's why this isn't new, and these billion-dollar companies that have the most ignorant... Well. Uh, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't care know. what how many degrees you have I don't know if, I don't, or whatever.
1: I don't want to use the word ignorant. I think it's, uh, and we de- we debated this a lot. How how aware are they? But how much? In fact, <laughs> Will did a whole chart.
2: He did a whole visual. <laughs> well, But you just you just contradicted yourself because you just said you would to say ignorant, but then you said how aware are they? If yeah. they're if they're unaware, then they're ignorant. Then that's the you know definition okay. of being ignorant. Fair zone. enough. <laughs> <That's> stupidity. <laughs> look, they don't uh, know it's right look, and decide um, to do you know, it wrong. I'm,
1: I'm trying to be diplomatic here. Try not to. See, Well, be. see,
2: see, he got the di- we're gonna keep it funky. Yeah. We're gonna keep <laughs> it on <up> right. top. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like, I don't know what he on. Anyway, um <laughs> Go ahead. Man. I did go into a whole visual for Chaz because again, you know, at certain times Chaz was in shock. You know, I And I was in shock too when I first, like my first couple of weeks, you know, I had traveled to another site um, associated with the client and I was very confused. Like now, if any business, right, Mm -hmm. sets up a department, right, Mm -hmm. for (laughs) customer and credit finance or (laughs) debt collection, Mm -hmm. a subset of customer and credit finance, right, you would think that knowing if they can't do their job, I can't collect my money. Like, that's simple. And, and it's a very... Um, direct functionality. And, you just ask for us to be very specific. And right? it's a very right, right.
1: post-paid situation to where we bill, then money's collected. Mm. So, it's not not many people pay at... It's not like a point of sale. So, in other words, the collection team mm. is very important.
2: Right. A lot of arrears. A lot of, a lot of special contracts being made to appease customers of certain... Mm-hmm key contracts they would like to call them out. I don't think that's, I think that's fine. Yeah. yeah, Key key contracts or whatnot. Um, So again, right. You would think that matter of fact, I have a whole building. I have two buildings actually in two different States Mm -hmm. associated with collecting money and like dealing with my customers and all that type of stuff. Right. Right. I'm a billion dollar company. Now, if I tell you that as a billion dollar company, I got this department ready to collect my money so that I can report and make money, right? Right? Collecting money is important for business. Yeah, part of that. Right? Uh, What would you do if I told you that you were having connectivity issues and those connectivity issues were actually preventing your customer and call care agents dedicated to collecting your money from doing their job? We need to get that fixed immediately. <sighs> no, nah, but see, no, 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 no. See, what's going to happen well, is yeah. is we're going to tell them to open up tickets, and then we're going to report it. And then when the good old boys have their meeting and say, "Well, what's up with these? What's up with the connectivity issues?" They'll be like, "Oh, it's sporadic, and it doesn't, it doesn't do anything. It doesn't keep them from meeting." Now, we want these call center agents to make thirty calls and collecting our money, right? At least a day. Mm-hmm. I have connectivity issues. <laughs> so, like, let's let's get very clear. Voice over IP is what I'm using to make calls. This is what I'm using to collect, uh, like, pull up my customer data. All this, the internet. Right. Yeah. The,
1: the internet is yeah. down. Call Comcast.
2: What? But we can't get our money, though. As a company, I don't know how you're going to collect your money if people can't talk to anyone Mm -hmm. can't can't make calls can't even pull up a customer right because i have connectivity issues so that means latency that could be Mm -hmm. no connection that could be anything right so apparently that that site
1: is leased and they don't want to put the money into it so but the money that they're losing by not just investing in a dedicated line so that kind of shit that we're talking about is like it's so obvious the decisions that need to be made Mm -hmm. but they're not made and just is it's just like you're hitting your head against the wall okay <laughs> exactly yeah exactly i mean you know what I, i'm saying so we're both in the situation and man we would just talk we got to a point now we we had to a point where we just be like what
2: do you want to do doesn't matter <laughs> we <were> just, <laughs> you know what i'm saying see, like i've never been in a professional environment right that was so like what
1: yeah like okay here's another question Did you ever? I don't know. I don't think I still figured it out. What is your
2: role? What is what is the role? I think the role was a a tester. Truthfully, you think think, so? I think that the role. I think that I think that um, like a QA type help desk. Like it was between it was it was between a help desk. Mm. Bro, I did no
1: help desk tickets.
2: Okay, but that's but that's you. But the other two people on our team. That's what they did.
1: Was I supposed to be trained on doing help desk tickets? Did, Don't did worry
2: you, about were, that. You, were you were you you were you experienced training at that <laughs> at the, at the company? You Wait, no, but just, <laughs> but, but he but he we're, understands exactly you know what, what I'm you know saying that? because yeah. Yeah. he he, yes. he experienced training yeah. at the mm-hmm. company. Now he's going to ask me cuz uh, he's going to sit across from me and ask, <laughs> "Did you how, how explain your experience with training?" Um,
1: Training so, Like Out of six months I got shown how to do Four reports And Some stuff in Oracle Which is good
0: And <laughs> So th- What I'm hearing Well <laughs> To your point They're saying We have to fill slots But Y'all like- felt fill- Nah, mm-hmm. you, you, you're you missing the whole thing. Go ahead. They really probably making money here, but they got to show that they have something to support this business here. But this all the money's right here. That's why they ignore this shit. And you're living in an environment where the business is saying, we'll get to it, but it's not a priority. And it becomes a priority. Mm-hmm. And to your point, until the wigs sit down and say, look, I just got a call from such and such. Well, we got a couple of tickets. Well, he's going to call me in about, we need to get this fixed. Gotcha. I've lived through this and I'm, I'm the one that has to say, I got to find money. When I ran another whole building, mm-hmm. I had to use money from here to get here until so they gave me the money to fix that. Mm-hmm. But they was like, yeah, we don't need to worry about that. Long as you push the, my my boxes out the door, I don't give a fuck about that part right there. And Chell, they have to give a fuck about that part right there. Mm-hmm. And that's the craziness. Because I'm hearing, like, familiar shit, and uh-huh. I'm kind of like, the one word that bounces out to me is what you said is professional. I don't even understand. Because being a professional company, I have to train you. Because I have to hold you accountable to get shit done. And if I fail to do that,
2: not, not only that, I'm gonna I'm gonna brighten I'm gonna brighten his day or his whole perspective on 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 that. Yeah. He said in a word that was so very important. It was called accountability. Yep. Yeah. Which, that's, and, that that doesn't exist. And <laughs> metrics.
1: No. Well, in order to have accountability to metrics, now they say that you know they use this thing. You know, there's there, there are metrics, but mm-hmm. it what it looks like is just. Especially certain key management people is like So and so Yeah Check So and so Check There's no I don't know what metrics Or how a review is done But It can't be Based on what we've seen It can't be real This shit has to be make believe
2: Surreal Yeah
1: Yeah, You know what I'm saying
0: So So the manager over the department How long that Person been in I don't
1: know
0: Oh, no, no, actually, uh,
1: one person left, right? Didn't didn't one of the, the, the C-suite guy? Didn't, didn't, wasn't there, like, a recent change? No? I oh, don't
2: know. Shit, I get it. Um, the, the, so, the, the big wig, the IT, and when you say the manager, like, the IT mm-hmm. um, CTO? Yeah. Oh, he's probably been there. He probably either came down from the parent company or he's been with the inside that that good old boy system probably for 20 30 years they're all they're all okay. that, so they would they were um they would go to their competitors and bounce back you know that's how they get promoted they just move from their from mm-hmm. this company to their competitor their competitor would level them up then they would come back and level and them like, up. And then yep. yeah. they would bounce back it's and that's how they would know. get all their years in the industry as experience and, and stuff like that yeah. so really local. really 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 big good old boy system so mm-hmm. Contractor Consulting
1: yeah. So let's talk about uh, I do want to talk about contract Now I think I, I liked the I, I know it's less security mm. But from a contract perspective As a contractor I felt insulated from the nonsense Because in my mind Even though I was uh,
0: But you're not
1: Well In terms I'm, I'm not full time I'm not I'm not married to anything Yeah I'm not I'm getting paid through an agency. Yeah, so, but mm-hmm.
0: you're still getting the same type of impact. You just gotta get out of jail, pass.
1: I get. Yeah, I'm just saying from a level of you know what, you know, is he, here's what I think happens too. I think it's really easy to get stuck because true. I had a situation to where I'm I'm supposed to be doing testing on an application test, you know, doing, you know, looking at the feature, etc. Cetera, et cetera. If something is broken and I can't test for it, I'm a, I'm I got to put that shit in my resume. So, you know, I walk up to a job interview, say, "What did you do last week?" "Oh, shit, cuz shit was fucked up." That's not that's not valuable. That's not a good work experience. But so, it is.
0: Just because it didn't go through properly doesn't mean you didn't do testing.
1: What I'm saying is at, that multiplied by like 5 years, Mm-hmm. I imagine being somewhere else for five years, and one person going to look way better than another person. With, right.
2: Within 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 a year and a half of working there, you would become unhireable, <laughs> just, in, just in terms <laughs> like, of professionalism.
1: Like I'm saying, i I'm, so, I'm, I'm I shit you not.
0: Like like, I, I, like I'm,
1: you know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. But so Will,
2: help me out. It's <laughs> unhireable. <laughs> That's that's just, yeah okay. Is this, I, I just, mean, I I could I could try to like, bro. I I could go to the most simplest, detailed level of like, they have they have a twenty five percent customer turnover.
1: The attrition is
2: disgusting. 25%. Twenty five percent. 20, 20, 25. It's burning through customers. Twenty five. And what they do is, and I and I and I summed it up to Chaz, but I could you know break it down to they they just make money for their parent company that's it they're just a number like mm-hmm. all those employees are tax write offs it's like a pipeline um uh, uh, it's not it's not even a pipeline really it's cuz right. it's, it's a bridge to nowhere in terms of like i'm i'm just being honest like right. in terms of like they're literally acquiring other companies mm-hmm. Fun, that's that's where they're spending their money. not on fixing the problems Keeping any of their 25% customers They're just going to take so they're, they're willing to lose 25% of whatever customer base they acquire So you
1: have personalities, personalities like us Who and see problems, want to fix them And it's like, okay, just think about it if I'm, if I'm a company that's buying other companies But I haven't fixed my infrastructure How, you know, won't, this, won't the new customers that I bring in Experience issues my current customers have? Absolutely So it's like,
0: okay you know, But it's the fault of that company you acquired that you're losing it. <laughs> That's com- how business is ran. You do it all the time. Yeah. I, I, I ran new third parties that says, I'm going to require these new customers, but yet I don't even have the capacity to take their product. Right. But yet they're saying, when are you going to take our product from this other warehouse? Eh, we'll get to it. Fuck it, you got to pay for this. Now that company's paying... For storage and transportation, Mm -hmm. you just lost money by acquiring someone who's gonna in turn say, if you don't honor this, I'm getting the fuck up out of here. And it happens. And then you hired a group of people to take care of that, and guess what happens? Sorry, the contract didn't last. All of y'all gotta go. What the fuck just happened? The switcheroo. So these are. I got out of that like eight years ago because I saw the the writing on the walls. And as I left that company, it kept, somebody bought them again and peeled off customers. And then they bought them again and they peeled off customers. And then they used whatever little thing that they had left and said, this will benefit this bigger company. But it reduced that company probably 30%. Quickly. Through those, acquisitions mm. and consolidations and then the paper industry is fucked because everything is digital so you too stupid to think you're going to be buying these German multi-million dollar printers that no one needs for you to print mm. but yet you're going to say I'm going to buy this company because they're the fastest printers
2: and all they had to do was invest in 3D printing <clears throat>
0: but they did but they invest in California not on the fucking east coast where they made the acquisitions at
2: oh. whoo yeah. <laughs> yeah. so now so now I'm gonna just logistically I'm gonna just go ahead and have to I'm gonna bake in overhead yeah to my whole even though I'm spending the same amount of money where I could just have a footprint over there yeah Yeah. That, uh, that's and that's, that's the bit and and it, it's not awareness it's not a lack of awareness it's bureaucracy mm-hmm. it, it's I have to go through so many checks like if this was a merit based society or corporations were merit based in any sense of the the word merit uh, <laughs> outside of the product or the service mm-hmm. and like I said sometimes outside of any sense of the word merit mm-hmm. uh, they wouldn't be able to do this no they would they, they, like Comcat like these service providers they wouldn't be able to treat people like that like they wouldn't be able to like yeah, just there would just be rules and levels to you know human decency and this is where i was saying you know i don't really know anything about financials and i mean i don't have to go into depth about uh all these it things and and all the, the technology and the coding and the hardware and all that type of stuff what we're dealing with when we deal with corporations is we're dealing with the dynamics between something made up not made up in the sense of like it doesn't really exist but something that is a a conglomeration of things or, you know what I mean? It's Mm -hmm. it's, a... The shareholders. Right. So, again, internal and external customers, but when anytime that the dynamic falls out of whack, you know what I mean? Like, for a corporation, right, to feel like the consumer needs me or the consumer to feel like they need a corporation, like, you know, iPhones, Mm -hmm. for instance. (laughs) (laughs) Or, like, I mean, you just go down a list of of litany of things where people feel like they need it, and it's, Mm -hmm. like...
1: It's relative, yeah. It's relative.
2: It's relative, and the only thing is is that you had a level of convenience, Mm -hmm. and now you can't separate yourself from that, and that's the dynamics in so many things, whether it's technology or it's corporations or services, that, you know, I feel like is missed so often.
1: I just... I actually want to do a quick segue, because as Will was talking... It just made me think. Um, one of the things I amir- admired about him in the workplace is his approach in terms of, you know, he was he was very social, very you know outgoing in that regard. And I was initially when I got there, you know, I was fresh off the layoff. So like any relationship, you know, I'm, I'm bitter. had an attitude. Bitter. You know what I'm saying? I'm like a little stiff, standoffish. You know what I'm saying? A little bit of a tight ass in a way, 'cause I'm like, you know, it's. I'm coming, I'm especially coming from consulting. I'm like, I remember I got not roasted one day, but I came in to a little training and like, Hey, look at the, look at the guy who's too dressed up or some shit. They said, I was like, motherfucker, you know, (laughs) on my my head, you know, some dude, you know, dude was just talking shit. And I was like, that kind of set the stage in terms of, okay, I'm clearly in a different environment. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, I think with this role, I, I'm glad to be in it because I, I think I learned a lot about myself in terms of I learned what I don't fucking like. Right. So as I was setting the stage to look to job hunt and such, I, I told the recruiters, here's exactly what I like because as I was coming to work every day, the shit is stagnant. I don't like stagnant. If I'm going to work in IT, I need to be in consulting because if you're a consultant, you're working for different companies. hmm when you're working in a corporation, you're working for the corporation's IT. Right. What if the corporation doesn't feel like upgrading their IT? You know, they don't feel like spending money for a couple of years. I think we're running on some shit that's like, what, 2,000 question mark? <laughs> so, you know, it's like if I if, if you're at least consulting, you're seeing this. I'm, you might see some old shit, but you might see some new shit. You might see some medium. You're seeing at least different things. You know, there's some travel. So, so. But,
0: m- the, the one question and I just want him to match up to what you're saying yeah. is, Will you've been doing it for a minute and this company, it's probably not an anomaly, but this is a, a, how would you say, a roadblock that wasn't in your expectation. So did it, did it put something in your mind to say just the next thing, what do I look for?
2: Well, you know, I'm a I'm a big um, I'm a big universe energy. Uh, yeah, you me know, too. I'm, I'm a, I take signs from you know just like did a leaf fall and point to the east type thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I, and I think, but like I this experience first, I I understand what Chaz was saying about you know how he felt about you know maybe coming fresh off a layoff, but as a consultant, you know, I've been in situations where you know I've been chopped pretty pretty su- substantially projects have been you know wrapped up things like that and it's like that's part of the contract and you know you're free to the extent mm-hmm. that you were saying but it is it's a lifestyle and you know hopefully you you get to the point where you've made enough money where you know mm-hmm. you you can Deal with those setbacks, roadblocks, pitfalls, or you have a support system where you can, you know, what I'm saying like fall back on. Right. Do a couple of things where it's like it's not the immediate crunch and pressure, and then you know you got a good recruiting team, all that good type of stuff. But one of the things that that I took from this was, you know, not even on corporation level, and in terms of our society, mm-hmm. I don't really feel like we are very conducive to change. Oh my no. I don't feel like and i feel like the way we measure change is so superficial because like for instance you know racism to people even even if you want to look at in 2018 and 2012 or yeah twenty twelve, six six years ago you know mm-hmm. there were there were so many white people who would say you know racism doesn't exist mm-hmm. right so now flash forward to 2018 <laughs> it's like no one's going to deny that racism exists because yeah. we've seen a a, a uh, uproar litany. of <laughs> of, yeah. of and it's hard it's hard it would be very hard for someone to to fix their teeth and and, and let say sh- it doesn't and exist. let shit come out right, right so right. but here we are though right so but like in a matter of 6 years something that you know we Progress so far from mm-hmm. in the 60s, look at Obama. And there's nothing like that, right? And look, racism, right? right. So, right. And now we're we're to the point where you know we are at a, a, a crossroads. I mean, the conflagration is coming, right? Mm-hmm. So again, I'm taking the sign from this experience and this experience, conversations we had even before this this podcast. Mm-hmm. In terms of, I don't really believe that America or that certain environments, corporations are just conducive to To growth to change, and that people who are agents of that change are often targeted and then removed, right so in terms of the company um you know I didn't have any enemies that made themselves known and that's what' and I think I like that. once I learned
1: a little bit of the context, I was just like from one of the top performers. And just somebody just to come at, come at somebody like, I mean, look, you know, there's two sides of every story, you know, someone on the other side may say this happened, this is a fucking violation. But to me, I'm looking at it like it could have easily been, you know, me, I'm walking in, I'm, I'm just doing something that bothers somebody right. and there's no conversation. It, there's just no, it's just motherfuckers just let you, it, it's, i never been in that environment. Obviously, mm-hmm. again. Well, my last job, I knew some, you know, I knew some bullshit was going on. That's why I started fucking the recruiters early.
0: But how long did it take for you to see that, though?
1: That's 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 fair. I felt like I saw it pretty early, and
0: but you didn't react.
1: I didn't react as aggressively as I did, as gotcha. I should have, mm-hmm. which, as in this situation, I think I started. I want to say I started – I
2: was aggressive in the job hunt before that happened,
1: I want to say. Because well, we have a conversation about it, right?
2: Right. I, I, I will say that, you know, again, I was planning on being there for a longer term. I, yeah. I And I felt like Chaz could, could come and, you know, learn a lot. And there was enough people there who could actually teach him if he, you, you know – Got behind them and etc. Et no. hmm. Who who am I, who am I gonna look up to? If there? you in terms of skills, in terms of <laughs> in terms of like tech, in terms of technical skills, there were people who had technical skills, right? Right. Like our developers were somewhat competent in terms of you know what they were doing. Were and they personable?
1: Who am I gonna miss? Next?
2: Well, we're t- we're talking about developers. Like <laughs> right. are, we, are we are we are we really looking forward to develop no. personable develop? Like no. you got to go to you know maybe the, Silicon. You got to yeah. go to Silicon Valley or maybe like you know out in Cali somewhere to get that. And and then those are specialists. And, and exactly, and they're then, not. And you probably won't be talking to them because you don't have enough money. So it's, yeah. it's like you know it's like <laughs> oh you're not in that group. You're not. That's another mm-hmm. good old boy system. Yeah. But you know, um. So again terms of the company you know i wasn't surprised i was i was very surprised but you know um just being able to adapt being you know have been through it before mm-hmm. never you know over you know like i said just being able to not go on a paycheck to paycheck type of lifestyle and, right. and just being able to you know kind of exercise foresight um even though a lot of my foresight would have been just completely misguided in this mm-hmm. case right um I always had enough foresight to have that contingency plan based off of that, you well, know? Experience-wise, and, right. And, and, right, and then I had a, a week worth of time, you know, that I was told. Here's a crazy example. The, because there was no reason to terminate my position, um, the person who told my manager to terminate my position well, didn't want me to know before. They were just going to let me come to work and then when I was gonna come into work Monday, or call call me Friday afternoon and say don't don't come to work, work Monday,
1: oh, that's some cold shit. Man. Right.
2: So again, like that's, that's that was what shit. they wanted to do, but because of my manager and I's relationship, he informed me that you know here's, here's what's going this is what's coming. on. You have a week, right? Yeah. Your, your your contract's up in a week, and we you
1: know, and with that situation. You know, financially, it's better for me to work out my, you know, do my work my last two weeks because I am on a, you know, I'm a contractor, mm. so I don't. There's no off days for me. I don't show up. I don't get paid. But I knew there was a there was a chance. Oh, he's gone. Oh, Steve, the Stephen A. Smith, he's gone. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, he has gone. <laughs> he's, you know, see, right. So you know, I'm like, what did these motherfuckers tell me not to show up? I knew there might be a risk of that, so I was like. But at the same time, I didn't want to be fucked up and just say, I'm out, bitches. Do some Rick James shit. Uh, So, just that whole situation was just, I I wasn't a big fan of it. So,
0: I want to say this on one note, Chaz. Yeah. The last job taught you some things.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: That taught you to have your antenna up early. So, that's how you was able to see this. Now, with this, Mm -hmm. you're well aware of where you're going next. Because you, you've you already yeah. built up here's here. a lot of stuff to say, where am I going? Where am I going? The timing this was. Got okay.
1: uh, At least, you know, on my end with this situation. Um, I turned in my two-week notice the same day I technically completed a six-month contract. Hmm. So my contract is done. Hey, have, we're going to have the conversation. Should we extend the contract to go full-time? Neither. I'm out.
0: Because the contract is up.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. So, I just do, do the two weeks. So, they can do their ramp up, hire whoever the fuck. Now, here's the fucked up thing. uh I talked to the recruiter. hmm She was like, she used the word progressive. So, um, who should we hire? You know, what kind of person <laughs> would work? And I was like, um, you me somebody who's old, who doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> because if you're young and ambitious and want to do something. It's
0: going to ruin
2: you.
1: And again, I use the word learn. mm it's like, even the people who you, who you actually can learn from, they're too busy working. You know what I'm saying? They're too busy being working managers or whatever. So.
0: But they're professionals. I mean, that's sure. how we started this off. They're professionals. They're hiring professionals, but they're not professional. Exactly. So That's the problem.
1: I was like, I don't even know who in my circle, who in my network, would act, I'd actually want to put on this shit. Like, hey, do you want to have a long commute and have a somewhat satisfactory? <laughs> I mean, basically, you have work-life. The work-life balance is great. I give them that.
2: Really? It's... Yeah. I... Oh, well, I mean, you know. Reli- it... Well, it dep- Re- relative. Okay, okay if they because... like you. If they like you. Because if yeah. not, then they'll tell you that, you know. Yeah.
1: So, it's it's relative. Because me. there is an 80-20 rule. 20% of people are probably 80% productivity. Mm. Um, but in my case... I was very much a, you know, work work. And I didn't really open my laptop that much when I was at home.
2: Hmm. Never opened my laptop when I was at home. Like, unless I was working remote. And then it was just open. Yeah. <laughs> and that's it.
1: They're just keeping 100 on.
2: Right. <laughs> So which <laughs> There was nothing to do. What did you do all day? Not shit. Like, not literally, shit. not yeah. shit. Right. Yeah, oh, was. I want to test this. Oh, the environment's down. Oh, I want to test this. Oh, this is broken this, and this is broke the web services. <laughs> oh, I want to test this. I want to, oh, okay, let's walk, talk to this person, get this alignment here so that we can, you know, ease up pains downstream. Oh, no, 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 no. We can't do that. We can't do that. We got to talk good. to this person, this person. And, and it's like, how do you have the VP of finance approving matrices for responsibilities and applications? I don't know
1: that's a whole other side shit.
2: That I mean that's that's just an example of mm-hmm. like what are we doing over yeah. here? <laughs> mm-hmm. What is really going on in this circle? Right. 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 So, well, I wanted to
1: ask about a year from now, do you have any idea where you'll be?
2: Nope.
1: Are you on a journey right now?
2: No, I mean it's, everything's a journey. Life is a journey, but I mean, I definitely know that like a, a, I guess even a loop back into what what was going on uh, before we kind of Separated is like you know this experience. I take signs from the universe, and like oh, I said, this is kind mm-hmm. of like a push for me to go in that direction that I, I feel like I need to go anyway. And again, conversation we just had before, like I, I I'm not trying to be in America, honestly. I mean, just
1: and to I, be I do want to, I want to piggyback everything. on that. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Mike, we had this conversation like it was months ago, mm-hmm. but you know I've been writing the scripts. We had a table read recently, and. You know, I, that's that's something I really like to do. Mm-hmm. People like the the table reads. You know, people out there funny, and I see myself uh, trying to make a wave into the writing. That said, I look at some of the older writers. I really love James Baldwin. Yeah, you know, what I'm saying, you know, just that uh, just African African American writer just talking about time. You know, just the times and all that shit, um, and just the, the tradition of motherfuckers just. I can't take it no more, and they just go to Europe. In right. his case, went to. There's a lot of Black Americans who go to France, right? And just kind of what Will is saying is just. I've been definitely feeling that way because the current vibe of, I'm so tired of, people. Just you know, it's like, white. The the woman was like, you can't enter this condo or prove you live here, or mm-hmm. you can't come into a pool, or calling the police on children. It's just come on. It 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 um. I'm very, I'm tired of it.
2: Right. Hey, and I and I want to say this, you know, just so, just just so I can. I ain't gonna say I'm from New York. I ain't gonna say I'm Jamaica I ain't gonna say I'm Beijing. I ain't gonna say all that. <laughs> I'm gonna say is, I don't run. I don't be doing no running away from things. I'm not right. like a runner away of. Even if I feel some type of way, I'll stand there and feel that type of way, or I'll stand there and stop that type of way from happening. You know what I mean? That's how I feel. Right. But again, no. I think
1: you summed it up perfectly I with mean, the
2: change agents. Yeah, Not even that. It's just that there is there is an energy that is associated with what goes on here in America, and a lot of people don't understand. I have never left America. A lot of people don't mm-hmm. who 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 are unaware that mm-hmm. there is places outside of America, aka right. ignorant shit. Yep. Like they, it's just unreasonable. You know what I mean? Like to me, is it's like the globe is that Mason-Dixon line for a hmm. lot of sense and purposes. You know what I mean? Dang, that's like, a
1: great, that's a great. That's a quote it, for that ass. Because
2: yep. it's not, it's yeah. not, it's not like, every place has its problems and like, my people are from the island so like, mm-hmm. a lot of them came here, like they came here to America but they came here to America off of a, a dream. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The American dream and that dream has really morphed and is continuing to morph and trend more toward uh, uh not so lovely you know what i'm saying
1: yeah, you know it, so i'm saying that said i'm really looking back and c- kind of what you're saying in terms of not running to not wanting to run away i as okay we're black professionals you know working in a great industry a lucrative industry mm-hmm. and it's like okay um at the end of the day i i i i look at it like this because we're sitting here we're talking about the, our experience and such you know, like you guys know, I went to China this summer, right? And it was a great experience. However, I know at the end of the day, if you talk about any, you know, if you're too radical in terms of politics, you can get jailed or go missing, or you know, it's just like I'm. I'm thankful at the high level. Mm-hmm. I'm thankful because you know what? I'm not in the I'm not in the bad position. Right? You know, um, I'm pretty well off considering other motherfuckers, but you know, we're not you know, I don't think we're satisfied at just, you know, being content at the same time. So, I'm trying to kind of reconcile. I want to be grateful and have appreciation for what I have at the same time. I can't just turn away and ignore the shit that's going on. Mm-hmm. So, if I if I feel like I can't impact anything, society on a large scale and say, can you not call the police on you know, it, it happened near our, not near our the job, but in the same county as the job, uh, the woman—that's where the woman called the, the the police on the guy babysitting the children. Yeah, you uh, saw that African American guy,
0: and she, she the white you know, Caucasian mm-hmm. uh, children,
1: and I'm like, if the roles were reversed, that was just that. First of all, was dangerous. It's just, I'm I'm tired, bro, and I'm so.
0: I'm I always say this, and I've I've got fed up later in my life. Mm-hmm. I just make a plan. So my plan is to have somewhere else. And that's that's where I'm at. I'm at the point to where... So move your frustration, and I'm about the energy. Mm -hmm. Move that frustration into the plan. And that's what I'm doing. So So I tell my niece, I said, So, you love all this traveling. You've been around the world. You know what the world looks like. You don't like what's here. What is your plan? So if you have a plan and say, Well, I wanna go here because I've lived in Africa. My family's from Africa. They have place from Africa. I've been there. I'm not sure if I really want to go there. Then make a decision. You can't complain about your condition right now without having a plan to change it.
1: I agree. 100%. And your
0: change, what I'm and what I'm hearing, and that's part of mine too, is where do I go? How do I establish it? And Look, if I want to be a writer and fish, mm-hmm. then I'm gonna fish. And write. So I
1: just bought a book, The Writer's Market 2019 Edition, um, and it just kind of teaches you, you know, how to, you know, just learn the actual mon- how do how do you monetize your writing, mm-hmm. the agencies and all that shit. So I'm like, I want like uh, Dave Chappelle made a bit about you know celebrities and rehab. They go to rehab, you know, that's base. Like anytime you go into some shit, celebrity right. just goes to rehab, you know. So I'm kind of like, I want like a rehab internationally. Where if shit gets too real here here I can just go there and be be good. Yeah. So uh, I don't know what that looks like. I mean, I'm looking at France just because that's like the African American writer tradition mm-hmm. and I fancy myself as a as a writer. At least I want to grow to be on that level. Um but I, I definitely agree in terms of the US is like I've I don't know, man. I I don't want to so, be
0: doom and gloom, but so all these countries, you got to look at their their political points too
1: if I make money here I don't give all that
0: so when you go over there mm-hmm. you're gonna be an American you're not gonna be French yeah and their immigration policies are very different than ours mhm so you have to be prepared especially with um you said it Macron mm, that's Macron, who yeah. Macron yeah yeah you gotta be aware of that because mm-hmm. I wanna live in Italy until oh, I, I sat down with the people of Italy and said, it's beautiful, but what's going on is we're losing a lot of our benefits because the country, country, not the city, is losing money mm-hmm. because of how the country is being managed.
1: Of course, and I know that's long term and et cetera, I got et cetera that. You know what I'm saying?
0: So to that's me. That's part of the planning. Right. So that's the part of the planning. Yeah, that's that's mm-hmm. all I'm, I want to get at. And to me, I mean, Will, you keep talking about the energy and, and that's where the energy is sending me to say, be prepared. Don't be prepared because you live in a lucrative society and you can make multiple benefits in what the system can allow you to do. Just be prepared. Mm-hmm. And I want to be prepared and not just for me, but for my family. Of course. Yeah. And um, And just go from that.
2: I, I, I agree with everyone, and, and I think that the, the most terrifying thing about living in America is there's no preparation for it. Like, they, <laughs> you know they, what? They, they, they like, yeah. if you can't get shot by a racist person, you can get shot by somebody look like you. You can get mm-hmm. shot by anybody. Because guess what? It's a, it's a crazy, and I don't think even Americans understand. Like, when when someone says there was a mass shooting mm-hmm. it's it's one of those surreal things like people are like oh it can't happen to me it's like it was mm-hmm. like this. So it the, to you. the dude the, I don't know. this is what i'm saying it's mm-hmm. like the dude who who posted that thing where the woman was keeping him from coming in the condo right mm-hmm. he, he posted on his social media he's like i never thought this would happen to me and and that's those are the type of people who 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 irk me the most right I'm a firm believer Is what you permit You promote And and mm. truthfully We've promoted Too much Nonsense Within our own Communities mm. and, and and Within our country And I think that I, I don't want to say that We we started it With this Inclusive Trend Or this Everyone's a winner Or everyone's
1: Oh everyone this, gets The uh,
2: participation this, trophy Yeah I don't want to say Equality I don't want to say I don't want to say These things are Um intersectionality or identification I don't want to say those things because I know those words are triggers for people but there's an energy or a mindset that everyone deserves everything the entitled yeah entitlement effect entitlement that's, yeah, that's the, that, that entitlement that entitlement energy is what yeah. it, it it makes it makes things unprepared. You can't prepare it, for who feels entitled and how they feel entitled And it entitled manifests to in life. different
1: ways. You know, there's, for different people. Yeah men, yeah, men feel like they're entitled to, hey, I talk, if I talk to you, if I take you out, I'm entitled to this. Right, men and women Dating, like, yeah, work, yeah, yeah. kids, the relationship with their parents. This is, you know... I, yeah, so that in itself, you know... you know, um, So I, I love the fact that you said, you know, what you permit, you promote. And I think that's for me... Uh, you know, if I permit myself to stay in this current role, I'm not holding myself to a high enough standard. Hell no! You yeah. know what I'm saying so. Hey, is it comfortable? And you know, I can just coast, but that's not me. That's not gonna get me. If I'm real, if I'm serious about having a spot overseas or something, mm-hmm. how? Why would I?
2: No, yeah. it's just I won't. We're not not going to get promoted. They taking my. They taking my retirement. Like what? Yeah, yeah. it just
0: doesn't out of the blue. You know, kind of like, well, you're oh, fucked, the number is still fucked up. But yeah, the number can money.
2: change every year. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're the like, goal. Yeah, yeah. The goal.
0: Well, last year, you know, so yeah. it, so the pole gets higher and higher. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not going to jump any higher, but and yet the, I still got to achieve that it, and exactly. It, and
2: it's like when it's like when gas prices went from 99 dot cents to to three dollars. I was like, you'll never see gas prices below a dollar fifty again. Like, what what type of sense would it make for a company who's making money off of whatever they're MSRP, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying, their floor price, right? Whatever. They making money off of that. Now they have it some 300, 400, 500% upcharge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they'll because knock of off speculation. They, yeah, they'll knock off 300 uh, 200% for you and yeah. you'll be happy with it you because be like, Wow. Yeah, because again, again you aren't in charge of any of your like you you have no financial say in type of in the corporations. Mm-hmm and the powers of the level that they're working on you know what i mean Mm -hmm. they're they're influencing your politicians and we're getting legislation based off of what and again that's even what i was saying with the corporation itself Mm -hmm. it's just Mm -hmm. a it's just a smaller system where it's uh, applications and hardware and software and people working together now we're on the system of country and global where it's corporations politicians and weather now and all other uh, all other type of like i'm glad you said
1: weather because that's been on my mind too lately right. these these superstorms, and maybe because we're in the south or our particular business i'm like what are they doing to give back are they giving back how do i know but uh, but they're you
0: know. battling too so you got industries that's battling against
2: industries, each other. industries, industries, whole industries.
1: I know, so
0: obviously, it's, it's, lumber
1: it's, and your home improvement. Any, all them, any, every industry, any industry generators
2: that's dependent on trucking. Mm-hmm. This can't, there's, like, I have a route that goes through a place. If that mm-hmm. place is, I can't do anything with that place. Yeah, but there's
0: disaster industries. Yeah. And they I, thrive on disaster. And I feel like So they, they are, want disaster disaster. And I feel occur. like
1: they're they're thriving right now. And and it kinda like what you're saying, the energy. Like when I watch that shit on T V, it's like you know, I feel like A you know I wish I don't know, just the flood insurance and mm-hmm. but I, like the situation in Texas. Um not to just get too far off on the tangent, but you know why, why did Texas experience that superstorm well they didn't if you have it in a flood zone that's going to be less attractive to investors builders developers right so yeah hey, let's flood the the flood the zone the flooding information mm-hmm. and then but you want to build and then a storm happens and then ruin people's lives are fucking ruined. the only
2: difference is the people would have still built there they just would have built it at cheaper and the and the investors knew that so they, mm-hmm. that's why they did so it's about greed it's about again it's, that, it's not again, about the this the holistic approach of communities and organizations and government is really about greed. You know what I mean? And And you said that earlier with the iPhone. iPhone.
0: Nobody really needs the iPhone. You know what? You really don't. But the fact is, if you say the iPhone is only going to be in Florida now, Mm -hmm. people are going to go down to Florida to get it.
1: I'll say this. Some real shit happens. I want to record in 4K because as, as shit gets more crazy, and I, I don't want to be one of those people to be like, let some shit pop off. It can never happen to me. Then it fucking does. I'm not. I, I'm. I'm. I'm exaggerating. Obviously, you don't need the newest, latest device. Right. But having a motherfucker crystal clear to cover your ass, because in real shit, you know how much shit happened I mean. So yeah. So we yeah. we we
0: we getting way yeah, off. Yeah, we getting way deep. I'll so be, I don't want to go too deep in that rabbit hole. There was crystal clear evidence. Years ago, and nothing happened.
2: Evidence ain't nothing. Evidence you know ain't. It's not, it's not admissible. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, you know, the old saying, it's not what's true. It's just what you can prove in court.
1: All I'm saying is, I think, just general, in terms of being professionals, being, you know, being at a place where we can work mm-hmm. and enjoy it, feel empowered, feel happy to go to work. And then, from work, going home, feeling comfortable in our communities... Feeling comfortable going out. I want to be able to work, live and play and, you know, just not have to feel fatigued by headlines and such.
0: So there's a purpose and there's a job. So your purpose at a job may not be the same thing. So no. I I have jobs that's not a purpose, but I'll use the job for my purpose and go from that. Yeah. So what I do now is where am I going not in the job, but in my person. So when I leave, I'm to your point, I want to help. I got my laptop, but if you take away all my resources to help, then guess what? I got other things I'm going to do. I got plenty. I can get done. And if you force me to do that, then I'm okay with it. That now I change my mindset to say when I come to work, if you have work, then I work or I'm gonna to have to prepare myself to get out of here because I still need to be content with my life. Exactly. And and that's where, Chaz, it's it's. I've been in plenty of jobs, mm. so I know what disappointment looks like. You're f- seeing what disappointment looks like.
1: No, you know, I'm to the point. I'm I'm to the point now where I'm like, you know what, man? If I can get some of those fringe benefits, then I'm cool. It's not. I just want to be able to do something that I I, I enjoy on a base level. Mm-hmm. Like my satisf- my my fulfillment need is not that high. So you know, it's not like I need to be feel so uh, be so fulfilled by a, a role. It's just I don't I don't want it to be negative. I guess it doesn't yeah, have to be uh, uh positive, mm-hmm. but don't subtract. Right. You know, I can take care of the rest. I have, I have my own happiness. I can fill myself up with. Yeah. But if it's draining, then that's Gotta not
0: cool either. So in closing, you know, we we had a lot of good conversation, but, you know, y'all kind of shocked me because I haven't experienced that in like eight years. I, I just haven't. And then I'm hearing it. And I'm like, damn, here's another billion dollar goddamn mm-hmm. industry with a whole bunch of ignorant people who's only looking at their own priorities, not the priority of the complete business or using skilled resources, skilled resources to take care of the business. And then they're overlooking that and say, yeah, well, let's try something new, which was like crazy as hell.
1: I just want to ask, Well, do you have any closing remarks or anything you just want to leave us with?
0: You gave us some gems, so I'm
2: cool. Yeah, yeah man, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave you, you good people with one more. I, I think that, you know, just <laughs> I, I think that <laughs> I think that just even, you know, in that last recap, um, I think purpose is clarifying. Like, what is the reason? Oh, you're hold on. That? Wait
1: a minute. Wait a- i can attest this we had conversations and this is this is one of his phrases. will has a couple of catchphrases
2: teamwork make a dream work but purpose is purpose that's is TM. Clear. <laughs> <laughs> purpose is clarifying man i think that we have to um again what is our purpose like if our purpose is to make money there's plenty of ways to do that right if our purpose is to somehow uplift our community uh, make our internal and external customers, even through owning a business or working for a corporation or whatever the case may be, um, if our purpose is to, to, to improve our customer or our, you know, like I said, internal customer, external customer's way of life, um, I think that then we can find some type of fulfillment or gratification out of any role. Um, and that's why, you know, I approached why, the the day why I approached the day when I was working at the company, like, for me to sit, for me to enter into a ivory tower or a corporate building is hard enough on in itself. Mm-hmm. Like just for my whole energy and self or whatever. Right. But to go in there and sit in there and be miserable and bored, right, okay. right, is just I, 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 something I can't tolerate. Right. So I try to make the most of uh, it. Exactly. The mm-hmm. purpose behind going into work was the money. When you're not being fulfilled any other type of way. So that's number one. Mm-hmm. And then two is again, being able to maybe ease that next person's pain who's stuck in there, that full-time client who's been mm-hmm. there for 20 years and they can't, they're not going to go anyplace else and they're going right. to sit here and they're they're stuck. They're, they're stuck. You yeah. know what I mean? Like how can I help that person? What can I do for that person? Um, you know, like I said, you know, one thing I was telling Mia was I can't save you, but I can help you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what this yeah. role for yourself, that you, it, if this, you're here, done. this is what you get. Hmm. But I can help you by, you know, mm-hmm. maybe going upstream, trying to talk to people, getting people's ears, mm-hmm. things of that nature, you know, try to, imp- and shit try to like influence, that. you know, mm-hmm. things like that. But I, while I was there in the company, I had the purpose of trying to change the culture. Yep. And that's what I enjoyed. Yep. And and again, even on a larger scale, I'm still in that mindset of how do I change the culture? Right. You know, how do I change the status quo? How do I become a a more positive influence to the the shit that I see going wrong? Mm -hmm. So um, I think that actually, you know, I want to thank you guys for even having me out here because I think this is something that I, you know, not podcasting or anything like that, but actually just getting out in my communities and talking to people and, and just letting people know that Mm -hmm. there's there's people out here who who not all just about you know one thing or the other but you know a holistic approach to Mm -hmm. to leveling up so thank you guys we
0: we appreciate it because what we found is sometimes people don't hear it Mm -hmm. so we assume that people probably know it and then when you hear man i was listening to your podcast and this guy was on there was talking about i was like yeah it's like, man, I never heard anything like that. Mm-hmm. That's crazy as fuck. That's <laughs> like, yeah, you can't, you just,
2: you can't assume. Yeah, yeah. You, you, can't you just assume can't assume, assume that, know, right? You know right. What I'm and 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 I think that you know personally for myself, that was always a big problem for myself. It's like when you coming from a knowledgeable place mm-hmm. or a place of knowing, mm-hmm. you <laughs> was, you might think that other people know. Yep. Yep. And then you always have to <laughs> or, gauge and temper yeah. that response and interaction, like, oh, you don't know shit. Or, oh. or like, if they don't know X. That maybe, right there. Maybe right? they
1: know Y. So you can, like, oh, it's, maybe they have comparable knowledge. Oh, right. No, you don't no. have that either. No, they hey, don't you know, are, you they, ever they, seen a dog? Know shit. They yes. don't know... Have you seen a cat? Okay. Like, um, shit
2: is a bodily function, and they don't know it. Right. Yeah. Like, so right. you a human being? My <laughs> like, what the fuck is going on right? <laughs> So, yeah, man.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So, not else, chest.
1: Man. Yeah, you do. Nah, I guess what I'm saying... So, we can... The, the script writing shit, the, the political shit, it's all connected, bro. Of course. I'm gonna be is. one of them niggas. Yeah. It's all connected. <laughs> Do the De Chappelle. Y'all just gotta get out of the vote. <laughs> Y'all got <them> aliens <laughs> no, it's not nah, good. Seriously, I don't um Nah just thank you, Will. Appreciate you coming out. Like I knew this was gonna be a heavy this motherfucker was heavy, it was dense.
0: Uh but you know what? <laughs> it's it's life. Yeah. And sometimes when you don't talk about life It 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 gets heavy because you're kinda like, shit. Yeah, I feel that and I feel it all the time. And then if you don't express it, then it becomes internalized. And when Mm. it internalized, it becomes physical or emotional.
2: Motherfuckers Mm. get diabetes. Yeah. Fucking high blood pressure. High blood pressure, you know what I'm saying?
0: So this is a this is a that's why I do it. This is a Mm. great outlet sometimes to hear other people and it, it gets me to pull back to your point. You holding on to knowledge sometime, and you it's just all you know. And then when you get to communicate with someone, you're kind of like, oh shit. You know, like what we was previously talking about. I was like, yeah, that's part of what my goal is. I want to do a business this way. I want to do it outside of here. Mm-hmm. But I haven't been able to talk about that in about a year and a half. Right. Boom, it's still there. So this insightful conversation kind of helps you mm-hmm. and then it, it it helps me with purpose and plan and I always yeah. tell it purpose and planning so and go from that
1: so yeah i mean that said you know it's i have i have nothing to say no yeah for once
0: <laughs> <laughs> so that's what's up that's what's up so millennial money management uh we trying to get in m3, m3 trying to get in um we trying to get some more financial in we could get this interview that i'm working on that would be really outstanding and um uh, right. investment i see how real that is i really want to uh, test that because might be, um might be fake news yeah or... it may be fake news mm-hmm. you know fox representative up in this bitch <laughs> you know what i mean but it's all good but i appreciate it will thanks so much great insightful uh conversation really thank you for participating and, Chaz, keep them rolling, man, because I'm not coming up with much. But uh, if you can help me to keep going, we can keep this podcast flowing.
1: Oh, hell, bro. ain't a, First, we're
0: going to get your house on wheels or something, bro. <laughs> <laughs>
1: God. Get the uh, right? Yeah. Hey, appreciate you, M3, man. <laughs> love you
0: guys, man. So I appreciate you all, and we'll talk to you next time on M3, Millennial Money Management. Peace.